Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. What do you think, Hill? So you were, you were up north, as you said, in early and uh, watched the whole thing. And there just seemed to be a general excitement about mm. it. We were out and about yesterday watching it too. Didn't get to watch the whole thing. I saw the first half of the Broncos game. Mm-hmm. Saw the first game and the first half of the second game. And then I had to get on the plane. So uh, it certainly made for intense football. They, they were into it. And uh, we didn't see the, you know, the constraints of a narrower field, I didn't yeah. think. There seemed to be, uh, you know, space created by some pretty crisp and sharp attack, I reckon. I, I think ball security was pretty good too, wasn't it? Yeah, a stack of tries in the first one, 11 tries, I think, Manly and, uh, and Rabbitohs. So they, they didn't have any dramas with the shorter field. Um, uh, the shorter and and and, and, wide, and less wide field, but the Roosters 2010. It was a real arm wrestle and a, and a tough, tough game. Mm. But as I said, uh, uh, top referee Adam G was right in the middle of this. Um, he was the one who uh, who received the complaint from Ezra Mam. Called me a monkey. Let's go. We'll get on with it later. He called him a monkey. We'll get on with it. Do you want Do you want to make a formal complaint? Yes, I do. You do. So you can, yeah, you can hear it clearly. He called me a monkey. He called me a monkey. So as we try and dissect this, Spencer Lenu spoke to Triple M straight after the match and basically just dismissed the allegations. Obviously, great result, but I've got to ask about what happened in the second half, the, the racial complaint. Can you tell us from your view what happened? No, nah, nothing. It's just all fun and games on the field. And that's it. You're not too worried? Not worried at all. Yeah, well, Spencer, yeah, who's had a lot of praise for being a good player, great signing, and really dangerous on mm. the field, doesn't understand it. Yeah, so the, the reaction has been swift, and uh, Latrell Mitchell basically, you know, threw it back at the NRL. They better get, they better get around and deal with this s. So JT was on air, obviously, with the broadcasters last night, and uh, he, he spoke about it. Yeah, a little bit emotional about it that in this day and age that uh, one of our players would be uh, allegedly saying what he what he said. So after coming here, 40,000 people, two massive cracking games, and now we're dealing with this. We just didn't need it after round one. Absolutely. Yeah, and and JT was the one who also revealed that uh, he spoke to some of the Broncos players and said Ezra Man was in tears in the sheds after the match. So uh, they've taken it obviously very, very seriously. The NRL will take it seriously. They'll have the, they, you know, it could be he said, she said, Heels. I mean, unless they've got clear audio of the exchange between Ma'am and Lenu. But it's clear that his Broncos teammates believe him because they kept sledging Lenu all night. Basically, Warira Hargraves had to escort him off the field uh, when he was replaced late in the second mm-hmm. half as the Broncos players kept attacking him verbally. Uh, there was obviously a bit of push and shove around it. So, yeah, it, it's alarming. And Adam Reynolds, the, the Broncos skipper, and Kevin Walters both spoke. I, did, I didn't hear it initially on the field. I was well away from it. But um, like Kev said, we support our players. Pretty upset in there. So uh, yeah. we, we certainly don't stand for racism. And um, 
yeah, we'll, we'll support Ezra and get around him, make sure he's all right, and leave it in our hands. Yeah, which is what the, the coach said as well. Pretty upset in there, but we'll leave that in the hands of the NRL to police and adjudicate on. But we certainly don't... Um, we support Ezra and our player and, um, and everything that's around that, so... Uh, I haven't had a good chance to... Well, actually, no. Oh, yeah, he's adamant that... But, yeah, we'll leave it with the NRL. The, the yeah, mm, Trent Robinson was asked as well. He said Ezra is adamant, but that doesn't mean it happened. So the, the two clubs are at loggerheads. They're two powerful clubs. Well, tell us what happened, mate. Yeah. Don't don't say it doesn't mean that it happened. No, Spencer Lena, it's one thing to, to not tell Triple M, mm. but you're going to have to tell the commissioner real soon. Yeah. Okay, well, we've got a couple of legends on. Andrew McCulloch and Greg Brandy Alexander will join us after 8 o'clock today to go through all of that. Crash Craddock is going to swing by heels to discuss the GOAT. He's unbelievable, isn't he, Nathan Lyon? Just keeps yes. rolling on. Finished with 10 for, for the match. Yeah, the, the spinners took over. Yeah. Yeah, my gloves off today is on what's better, mm -hmm. the ranchy pitch or the Wellington pitch? Mm, okay. Yeah. I quite like the Wellington pitch. Well, it's gonna, I'm going to leave it up to you okay. and the listeners. Uh, Zorks is going to join us, uh, round one. The AFL season is uh, very, very close indeed. And uh, we've got Carlton Friday night blockbuster at the Gabba. Can't wait and we'll, uh, we'll have uh, Zorks on. Do you know why in OR, opening round, <laughs> there's so many buys? For AFL? No. no. Okay. Zorks can tell us. Nearly half the field, not playing. Mm-hmm. What is that? I think it's round zero or something, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so anyway, Zorks is going to come along and tell us that. I think we've got. I think we may even catch up with Alyssa Smith, who's been over there for seven. Uh, hopefully, in the next half hour, because she's been. She was obviously inside Allegiant Stadium. She's done all the lead up. She's done all the follow up. So we'll have a chat to uh, Alyssa. And the can... crowd looked all right, didn't it? The crowd was forty thousand plus. Yep, forty thousand mm -hmm. in the sixty-five stadium. All the bottom concourse, all full. Yep. It was the top tiers that weren't. Uh, totally occupied, but uh, the noise was good. Apparently the smoke couldn't get out of the fireworks. Yeah. <laughs> fireworks hung around a bit long. PVL obviously was chuffed. He's saying it's one of the greatest achievements by not only him, but uh, the commission. And, uh, you know, he, he was saying that the this was how the decision to go to Vegas was reached. Always Vegas, we, we originally looking at Los Angeles and we spoke to a senior executive at Fox, uh, Fox America, and he said, you'll get lost in Los Angeles. Don't do that because you, it'll be a failure. So it made us go back to the drawing board and then um, we looked at a few venues and Andrew said three venues and Vegas was in the middle of it. And I said, that's it, it's Vegas. Uh, the lights came up, the buttons went thing, the jackpots, everything. That was That's what... That's where we were going, and um, I gave Andrew a few heart attacks along the way because I said, we're going to do a double header. He said, are you sure? I said, yes, double header. I would have had a triple header if it wasn't, you know, uh, but maybe next year. Yeah. Have to do a triple header next year. Yeah, well, so what does happen next year? Uh, PVL had his thoughts on that as well. No, we know. We're coming back. This, this is just the foundation. It's like building a house. You've now done the foundation. We've sent a benchmark. We've got to improve from there next year. But the results are going to be coming through with American viewers. So we'll be interested to see how we went on Fox 1 tonight, how many viewers we got. Um, we need to see how many subscriptions we sell to you know, watch NRL. 
but it's not going to happen in the in the 12 months. It's going to take three or four years. But I am now more confident than ever that we can make tens, if not hundreds of millions of dollars for the game that will go back into grassroots and the uh, Hindy and um, Fletch show. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, basically, Heels, they missed the start on Fox 1 over there because of a college basketball game, I think, that went overtime. So the league actually started on Fox 2. Um, but, yeah, they're going to be sweating on what the ratings are. I don't know how the... I know how the rating system in Australia works. We'll get them, you know, mid-morning. But uh, when they get ratings on Fox 1 for America, that will be... Uh, that will tell a very interesting story. We know they've got mm -hmm. 100 million viewers. Uh, we can drag a, a million of those. A couple of texts here. One that came through uh, in the early hours uh, this morning, texting from Vegas. It was a magical night with some fantastic footy and a very happy crowd. Doesn't I uh, don't know what it looked like back home, but in stadium it was just electric. Well done, NRL. And Stu from Jim Boomer joining us early, as he always does. Disappointed in the Bronx loss, but got to give a rap to the Roosters. They really showed up to play. Bronx were clunky in attack, but defensively were solid. Very good day of rugby league was had. Yep, Stu, well, exactly right. Straight out of Kevin's mouth, Stu. Yeah. Well done. Yeah. Using the same word, clunky, and all that sort of stuff. I'm really uh, impressed by PVL's um, comments in those quotes uh, because in the paper I thought, oh, he might be resting on his laurels now. This is the greatest achievement of my career. Yeah. America's biggest market, and if you make it there, you can make it anywhere. So, But I think the greatest achievement will be uh, cementing it over the next four years. Yeah. It's hard. It's going to be a constant grind. He's had a massive team, you'd have to think, mm. working through the summer to get that all organised and as seamless as it felt. Brilliant effort. It's going to have to be happening every year now. Yeah. And the triple header has to be a female game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, well, you espoused that right from the start, didn't you? You pushed that and said you've got to get the one of the one of the NRLW matches over there. Yeah, I, I think so. Yeah. If you can't get the World Club Championship, I, I wonder if it's feasible to play two days, to play uh, the World Club Challenge and a females game on one day, and then the double header NRL on another. Yeah, just for the trivia buffs out there, Richie Kennard, the bunny setter, was the first to score a try in the Vegas experiment. Manu and Tedesco, Manu was just magic. Uh, boy, he'll be a loss if we lose. This game, I've seen him play. Away. Yeah, he was Rick. great, wasn't he? Tedesco, just absolutely brilliant. But I tell you what, Bronx Pack, no Flegler, no Capewell, no Palacia. Geez, you've jumped on quick. I reckon, I don't know. But look, look, Piacura didn't help yeah, him. I oh, know, we lost Piacura to uh, NHIA really early in the match. Three that, minutes. That made a difference. I know. <sighs> I know, I know, I know. I'm not jumping on the bandwagon yet. You jumped, but, you did. You've got mm. one arm and you're hanging on. You're yeah, dragging okay. it back. All right. Well, we'd love to hear from you. Give us a call. Oh, what about one. the Dolphins? The Fins? Oh. What? Benny's up them. He's been giving it to them. Yes. A train. yes. So don't you worry about them. They might be pulling their weight over there, Paddy. <laughs> the Suncorp Home Resilience Open Line. 13, 13, 55. What did you think? It was, uh, it was a great day with the exception of this... This one stain that will now be investigated by the NRL. 13, 13, 55. Give us a call. We'd love to hear from you. Or you can text us. 0467 736 736.